Yo, everybody. Welcome to the Joey and Amanda podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. And today's episode is about goals. Yeah, goal setting. Uh, how to set them. Mm-hmm. How to make them achieve, happen. How to achieve them. Mm-hmm. And everything in between. Yep. You are the best person I know at speaking your goals mm-hmm. into existence. So like sharing them out loud and then writing them down writing them down, and just knowing how to make them happen and then making them happen. Yeah. I think it started with my dad just telling me to write everything down. Yeah. And we'll get into like how important it is to write it down with stats mm-hmm. and science to back it. But, you know, I, I was just thinking about how, so I got my haircut the other day. Okay. Right? And, um, I was getting my haircut and my barber, Nick, said to me, you know, do you have any goals for the new year? And, okay, so you know me and we'll get to this. I have a hard time saying things out loud because I'm afraid of jinxing things. Yeah. So, of course, I have goals and, of course, and I make goals every year. Mm-hmm. But I had this moment where I, like, hesit- Something inside of you pulled it back down your throat. Yeah, I, like, hesit- <laughs> I, like hesitated and he saw that. Yeah. And he was like, oh, uh, are you, are you not a big goal guy? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I am, I am, I, I, I of course I am, I, I just, I don't know, I, I yeah, of course, and I, I just sort of was, um, I was short with him, I was just like, yeah, yeah, of course, I, of course I have goals, <laughs> and then I was like, why do people, and he cut me off, he's like, yeah, no, there are a lot of people who just, who I asked that, and they just don't have goals, yeah, they just don't, they don't make them, they don't say them, so interesting to or, me, or is it that they're just not saying them out loud, Maybe and they're making goals, but they're not saying them. So it just made me think of my own self and it, and it made me sort of reflect how, how I am with goals, you know, and it, it's going to lead to one of my goals for this year, actually. But it made me think about like when, even when I was a little kid, I would mm-hmm. make goals, right? I would write them on note cards and I would put them in a little white box in my closet. Who taught you this? I don't know. Okay. I probably saw it in a movie or something. <laughs> And I would put them in this little white box, and then at the end of the year, I would check them. I would check them, almost like, did I, did I magically hit them? Yeah. Because I would check them, and every time I'm reminded of the goals, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that was one of my goals was yeah. to do that. Well, guess I'm gonna put it back in the box for next year. <laughs> and it was just the same cycle over and over again. I wouldn't mm-hmm. set a routine mm-hmm. to achieve that goal. So yeah. basically. I was going about it all wrong, completely wrong. At least you had goals. So back to what you were just saying is do people make goals or not? Yeah. There's actually a Harvard research um, that shows, they document that 83% of the population in the United States do not have goals. Wow. That's a big percentage. Yeah. So That goes right along with what Nick was saying. I mean, he was basically saying most people who he sees don't, make goals yeah and I I was sort of surprised by that I think yeah I am surprised by that and and for me if I didn't have goals I feel like I feel like because I have goals I'm happy um and and if I didn't then I've kind of been limbo in the world I wouldn't really know which direction to go what to like work on and and I don't know what I would do without them to be honest like but that's just me. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally get it. And it just leads to one of my goals for this year. And we'll get to this more later. And we'll and we'll talk about the inner workings of goals. Mm-hmm. But I just want to get to this now just because I don't want to, I don't want to forget. And it, we're talking about it. Yeah. One of my goals 
is kind of to be a better goal setter, but it's part of a larger goal. Okay. So my first goal is to take it easy on the superstition stuff. And so, like I said, I wasn't saying my goals out loud because I was afraid of jinxing them. Mm -hmm. And do you think a part of it was because if you said it out loud and you didn't accomplish it, you would feel extra bad? Or no? I, I, I get, I totally, I don't think, I honestly think it was just because just I felt like if I said it, it wasn't going to happen because I jinxed it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Who invented this jinx thing? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I really, <laughs> I really don't know. But, um, but it goes, it, you know, in my daily life, superstition, it, it plays a bigger role sometimes. And I want to knock it off because I feel like if I keep going, mm -hmm. it's going to become a really bad habit. Like, for mm -hmm. example, say I had a good day wearing uh, my green flannel, you know, I'm wearing my green flannel and I made somebody laugh mm -hmm. like in the elevator or yeah. something. Just because that happens doesn't mean I have to wear that green flannel to my audition the next day because it would, but that's how sometimes I would think about things. <laughs> and that's a, just a ridiculous way to live. Yeah. And I will second, this is really how he thinks sometimes. Like when you were at the groundlings, you would wear different shirts or yeah. if, 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 if I you, had a bad um, improv performance, I was about to I, say I'm that. done wearing that shirt. You're like, it's this shirt. I'm not going to wear it. Uh, it was for sure. <laughs> and I don't know what that is all about, and, but I'm, I'm this year I'm done with it. I'm nice. done doing that. I'm, I'm happy for it off. you. But it starts with uh, something I can do every day, which is the, you know, these little things like stop, you know, cutting out the not saying things out loud and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So that's something that I could start doing right now to, Go along with the bigger yeah. goal. How is that for my first it. goal? That's a great goal. I'm, if you can tell. Or You're pumped. I'm pumped about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you, so many performers, actors, uh, comedians, athletes that I look up to aren't afraid to share their goals out loud. And I admire that about them. And I'm going to also live that way as well. Like, for example, like athletes, you know, mm -hmm. I'm a big sports fan mm -hmm. and I can't even tell you every season. It's the same thing. Some players saying, yeah, this year I'm going to hit 40 home runs this year. I'm going to make the all-star team this year. I'm going to be a champion this year, blah, 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 this year, blah, blah, blah. They're not afraid of jinxing things. Yeah. No, that's how it happens. And then there's signs that backs this up. Yep. There's signs that backs up. If you say a goal out loud, if you, Write it down. It's a, I think, 50% higher chance for it to happen. And then if you say it out loud, it's even higher, especially if you say it to the public, because yeah. then you have that pressure. So you work even harder to make these goals happen. If you have them in your mind and you don't say it out loud, then nobody even knows that you even had that goal. So if it doesn't happen, there's like, there's no pressure. So I have a study to back it up. But I would like to share please. the study with you. So we were talking about this the other day. So I, I was interested in the science behind goals. Like mm -hmm. I, wanted, I want to know what happens in your brain. So I did some research and I found that there was a study done by the Dominican University of California. Oh, I read that one actually. You did? Yeah. Okay, so this is, this is great. So, and it's not just about goal setting, it's about goal achieving, mm -hmm. right? So um, they took a group of subjects and um, the, the, the small group within the large group that had the best results, this, is, this was their specific model. Instead of just writing down a goal and putting it away, which is what I was doing, <laughs> and I, who knows how many other people are doing that. Yeah. The group was first asked to 
commit to an action or commit to action. So set a pathway mm-hmm. to that goal. So not just writing the goal. They had to write how they were going to get there. So sort of backtrack. Yeah. So there's your goal. And then the steps. I do that. From the goal back to you. Now. Mm-hmm. Did I explain that well? I think so. It's just what you need to do to get there. Like, okay, I want to start my own online clothing shop. Let's say, for example, what yep. do I need to do? I need to get a website. I right. need to photograph the clothing. I need, you have to kind of break it down into steps. Let me just also say, while I'm reading this study, like I'm thinking the whole time, you do all of this already. So like you were, so I'm going to use you as an example to go along with this okay. study. Yeah. So if you had to write down a goal, maybe, I don't know when you made this goal a couple of years ago, it was to be a full-time artist. Mm-hmm. So how do you get there, right? You think to yourself, okay, I'm going to draw every day, right? And so I'm going to call it a drawing a day challenge. Mm-hmm. So that's how you came up with your goal and then set specific actions to get there. Exactly. But there's also realistic goal. There's also things that you have to add to it. Like, for example, how the heck am I going to get paid? I need to have a website. Right. So then part of my goal was to get a website up. And then the part of the other goal is like, but how am I going to market myself where the art pieces look crisp and clear? Oh, I'm going to have to hire a fine art photographer. Got it. So there's all these little, like what you were just saying, yep. things that have to go with the goal. It's just... It's, all these little, what are they called? Uh, checkpoints, steps. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, steps, I guess. Well, we'll get to the checkpoint and steps later, but I just want to keep going with the study. So okay. on top of that, mm-hmm. the group had to enlist another person. So each member of this study had to send their commitments to a peer, mm-hmm. which made them more accountable. So for you, it was posting on Instagram. So you... Or live streaming to hundreds of thousands of people. That's what you made your peer to hold you accountable was Instagram. Instagram is now holding you accountable. Yeah. Right? So on top of that for the study, they had to regularly update this peer or friend on a weekly basis to keep them focused on their progress. For you, obviously, it was Instagram. So yeah, Yeah. regular updates. Or even Periscope, actually. Yeah. Right. So... But that was the biggest part, was yeah. holding yourself accountable by telling somebody. Yeah. And before social media, before I was just so, it became such a big part of my life, it was my family. I mean, I always told them everything right. I was doing, everything I planned to do. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going to do this. I want to be this. I want to do blah, 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 before yeah. it even happened. Yeah. Right when I graduated college, my family was like, oh, well, you can just, you know, stay here, be a teacher. I was like, no, I need to go to a big city because I want to be an international artist. I want to reach millions of people around the world. So I knew that I had to move and yeah. I and didn't know how it was going to happen. Yeah. But. Well, were you conscious of it? Like you were thinking, okay, if I tell somebody, if I tell my family, that means I have to do it because I've told them. Like, is that how you? Mm, I don't know. I feel like I've always just been such an open book. I said everything that I'm thinking. Yeah. So I think I, really, I don't think I was doing it. I could it. see that working for people. Like oh, definitely. That, you know, and that's, and so Dr. Gail Matthews is the one who ran this study at the university. So mm-hmm. she's, she said, you know, my study, this is a quote from her. My study provides empirical evidence for the effectiveness of three coaching tools, accountability, commitment and writing down one's goals so the accountability part was huge mm-hmm. i mean that's that seemed to be a, a, a massive key aspect of the study of showing the best results yeah 
Um, do you have anything to add to that study? Well, I just realized it was Gail. The na- her name Hey-o. was Gail. That's her realtor. Um, Shout out Gail. <laughs> um, so to add to that, I, I actually also have a list that I saw from another study by Edwin Locks. He has a goal setting theory and they argue that for goal setting to be successful with desired outcomes, they must contain um, specific points. Mm-hmm. So these are the points. I'm going to go over them. Okay. Number one would be clarity. The goals need to be specific. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people have um, goals that aren't that specific. It's pretty much what you were saying. You have to be precise with it. So you're not going to say, oh, I'm going to, like I said, I want to paint more. Yeah. That's an error that I've done in the past. It's like, I want to paint more. Instead, I'm going to work on a painting. If it's at least 20 minutes per week, Mm -hmm. then that is more of a realistic goal. Mm -hmm. Another point is challenging goals must be difficult, yes, yet attainable. So it's something that's going to make you feel like you're learning, Mm -hmm. you're growing, but you can do it. Mm -hmm. Another point would be feedback must be provided on goal attainment, which Mm. is, you know, talking to peers and friends and family. Then deadlines improve the effectiveness of goals. Now, this is so important too, because it's like when people say someday and mm. then before they someday. know it, yeah, <laughs> before they know it, yeah. they're on their deathbed. Yeah. And um, that is just a way to not really get to your goals. You want to say, okay, by the, the end of this month mm-hmm. or by 100 days or whatever it is, that's going to help so much. Deadlines are important. Do you ever notice that sometimes you're like, oh, I need to finish this by three o'clock. It's like 10 a.m. or something. And then you notice you finish like right around three o'clock. Uh, that was me literally today with my podcast that I had to do this morning. Yeah. It was like the most perfect timing. Think about it. Yeah, it really was. So I find that always happens. If I set a goal for a certain time, I don't know what magic this is. I'm sure there's science behind it, but it always like aligns more. And, um, I have the same thing with waking up. If I have to, if I say, I gotta wake up at seven tomorrow, I'm waking up naturally at six 58. That's true. That really happens to me all the time. Yeah. I'll just say, oh, I need to wake up 6.30. I'll wake up, or I mean, whatever. You're up. Yeah. Right before the alarm. Sometimes even like a minute before. That's what I'm saying. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So this happens to us all the time. Yeah. And I think that also in life, if if we don't set these goals and we don't set these certain times, we're kind of floating around. We don't really totally. know when we need to get to it by. Yep. So those are some of the points that I think are great and yeah. will really help people with goal setting. Uh, another thing that I use, I'm going to add to this, it's not on the list, but when I write down goals, I, I write them down and I find that I put them on my phone sometimes, but it's better if I have them in front of me. So I'll put sticky notes mm-hmm. and I put them in places that I'll constantly see them. So if I have the extra time to work on something, mm-hmm. I'll see the sticky note and I'll be reminded. It's great. Um, something that I kept coming across when I was doing all this research mm-hmm. was habit. That was like a word that just kept popping up over and over and over again. And so, and it goes back to our brains. So I wanted to know like, okay, what happens like scientifically? What happens with our brains when it comes to goals? Mm-hmm. So dopamine, which is like a feel good chemical in our brain can play a really big role in goal setting and goal achieving. Um, when you get something you want, that's when your brain releases dopamine. 
which is why like a lot of people get addicted to stuff, like especially like gambling. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, when a gambler gambles and they win, that they get that release of dopamine, which makes them want to keep going and crave it when they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like coffee. And like coffee. So with goals, it can be beneficial um, to your brain to when you set your goal to have those checkpoints to have like set like the baby goals exactly like little baby steps so that every time you cross off a checkpoint and you get to it you you release that dopamine in your brain which makes you keep going which inspires you to keep going and so once you cross off the baby steps on the list mm-hmm. it makes you feel better because you accomplish something and once you accomplish something you're happier and it motivates you to do more it's a snowball effect which also raises your self-confidence yep so. Um, I wanted to mention one more thing before we moved off this topic because I watched a, I watched a whole TED talk about goals. Oh, I, I should watch it. And uh, yeah, I like so then I ended up reading. So the TED talk was by um, a psychologist at Stanford University. Her name's Kelly McGonnell. And then I ended up reading like articles and other things that she's written. And she talked about something really uh, it's sort of important when it comes to this part of your brain. Um, because our brains love rewards so much, you can sort of fall into a trap sometimes with goals because sometimes you set really easy goals for yourself because you just, you crave that feeling. So interesting. So so how she explained it was like, that's why the gym is so packed in January, but then in March it's empty because people feel like they've, they set their goal, which is to go to the gym more, Mm -hmm. but that's not really a specific and deep goal. Right. It's There's sort not of, like, okay, once a month or like twice a week. Exactly. I'm so it go. goes back to what you were saying too about like specific, clear, clear uh, goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when somebody sets a goal, like just go to the gym more and they go to the gym all of January and February, they feel they, they're, they sort of, they sort of trick their brain into thinking I'm done. Yeah. I hit my goal. Yeah. And so she, so what it led to was her talking about having more meaningful goals and making sure that you really dig deep when you come up with them. So when you sit down to make your goals for the upcoming year, really like allow yourself to like dig deep into yourself. Mm-hmm. And she did this cool exercise where it's like, okay, you come up with a goal, but then you ask yourself why? And you answer that why question. Then you answer, you ask yourself why one more time for that. Mm-hmm. And then you ask yourself why one more time for that, and then whatever your answer is there, that's your goal. Whoa. Interesting, right? Can you give an example? Uh, sure. So I'll, get, I'll use it myself. So one of my goals, like as an actor for this upcoming year, is to play characters that are outside of my comfort zone. Okay? So there are so many characters that I feel like comfortable playing. Mm-hmm. And... Like, I always go back to these characters over and over again because it's something that I know that I can do and feels good. It's and fun. It's yeah. fun. So why do I want that? The, my first why, my answer would be to be a better actor. Mm-hmm. Well, why do I want to be a better actor? Uh, because I enjoy entertaining people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more I can do, the more opportunities I will have. Mm-hmm. Why? Because if I get stuck feeling too comfortable as this one character or character type, I might miss out on so many other opportunities or I might feel afraid to try something new when the opportunity comes. Yes. Does that 
Yeah, that definitely is that, makes sense. Is that a good example? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it leads to my actual goal, which is to be a multi-dimensional actor, to have more than one dimension, to be able yeah. to do so many more things. I mean, I feel like you're cutting yourself a little bit short. You have over 30 characters on Nature Cat. I can always Cat. be doing more. <laughs> I can always be better. That's a lot. But yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, that's great. That is a great goal. Is that, that's a pretty good example. Yeah. Yeah, you're amazing. You, you do so many, you do so, he's always doing so many voices. I mean. But I could always be doing more. It's true. I I mean, I feel like that with art too. I was like, oh, I can take all these different classes. But I'm just saying, mm. as your wife that hears you every day talking in so many different voices. <laughs> there, it's just one time you're a country boy and the next second you're like a little boy from ireland or something i don't know (laughs) yeah so that's so that's what i found in terms of like um your brain and all that stuff um does all of that make sense that was all researcher joe just diving in that's great no that i i love that i never heard about that yeah saying why and why and why yeah yeah, that was a good one but then uh, but then i think the really important part of it was also when you come up with your goals to backtrack by things that you could do every day, small things that you could do every single day to get there to form a habit. Mm-hmm. Because like I said earlier, habit just kept coming up over and over and over yeah. and over and over again. So like, for example, like if you're, if your goal is to become less shy um, and more outgoing and social, if that's like your, I'm not saying yours, if there's somebody out there whose yeah. goal is to become less shy, yeah. They might start by saying, okay, every day I'm going to say hi to one stranger. And then they start saying hi to one stranger every day. And the more and more comfortable they get, the more and more they can push themselves to mm-hmm. just keep expanding it, you know, and check in with yourself and sort of go from there. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. That's a good one. That yeah, works, that right? that is nice. Say hi to one stranger a day. If you, if Never even thought about that. If you're shy, mm-hmm. that's like a great way to like start breaking out of your shell. Yeah, it's like you you got me. You have me thinking. Like, how many times do I say hi to strangers? Because I do. I mean, I'm I'm talking to everybody. Like, yeah, you definitely are. I if I make eye contact with somebody, I'll say hi or I'll give them a smile. Yeah. But how did you do last year on your goals? Last you know, year on my you goals, like a, I don't actually have. Yeah, I remember I had the children's book as one of them, which. Grace and I are finalizing. They're already they're already open for pre-orders and uh-huh. they're almost done. I'm trying to think of other goals. I did the I wanted to reach 400 drawings for mm-hmm. my drawing collection. I actually reached 500 drawings. Yep. So that's a goal. Um, I was thinking back when I was at like 14,000 followers on social media. I I was like, oh, I want to get to a million. Maybe by the summer. Yeah. And it wasn't the summer. It happened this month. Still got it this year. Still still the same year. Yep. It went up to a million. Um, so, yeah, there's like, there are goals and they ended up happening. Uh, but I didn't write them down like I did this year. Yeah. So this year, it's inspired because, well, let me backtrack. Okay. I Is did, it- yeah, I did write them down. They're all written down. Mm. But I didn't write them down so organized how I did this year. Like, they're mm. written down all over the place, like Got on it. my desk and a sticky note in my phone. Um, this year, I have them written down in a list. Yeah. I have, how many? I have 10 of them. Okay. Written down. Great. Nice. Actually, I just thought of another one, 11. You got 11. Yes. And do you, have, you, you know, like, 
pathways to get there and everything. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. you're good to go. You're <laughs> I'm ready. Good to go. You're I'm ready. Excited. I still need to I still need to reflect a little bit more, but I I have, I have a good base on goals for this year. But um do you want to start going through your goals sure. for 2020? So Joey and I have a list of goals. We're going to go over them and the steps that we're going to take. Yeah, I mean, I've already listed a, a couple just to revisit. Yeah, and this is a great <clears throat> this is a great way for you to say it out loud and to the yep, public. Yep, yep. I already went through to take it easy on the superstition stuff. Mm-hmm. Superstition? What did I say? Superstition. I said it right? I think so. Uh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, so, and, and how I'm going to get there is just the little things on a daily basis I'll catch myself doing and I will put that thought in a balloon and I will release that balloon up into the air and just continue to do that until it's just no longer. Hold on. You said that to me a long time ago. I don't remember what it was. I I was worried about... Somebody said that to me once. I was worried or stressed about something and you told me to do that. Did it work? Yeah, I think so. But that was very cute. It was like late at night. We were laying in bed and I don't know what I... This was definitely like three plus years ago. Yeah. And I... Or... Yeah. And we were laying in bed, and you told me to put the worry in the balloon and let the balloon. Yeah, I don't know where I got that from, but whoever gave that to me, thanks. Um, But I'm going to do that with the superstition. Okay, good. Except when it comes to like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Just because I get pretzel rods doesn't mean the Cubs are going to win. It doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. That's borderline. Superstition, borderline OCD, I think. Maybe I have a little OCD. That's goal number one. Okay. Pumped about that one. Get control of my life back. (laughs) 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 Um, Goal number two that I already said on here was to expand my sort of uh, toolbox uh, with characters. Um, And I already talked about all that. So why don't we move? No, I, I would love to hear your 10 and then I'll go to mine. I don't have 10 right now. Oh, okay. So I have those two. Um, I have another one that's to start another podcast. Sorry, Marty. So Joey, for Pete, we've already mentioned it, but there's a lot of new listeners actually. Side note, welcome all of you, the new listeners around the world. Thank oh, yeah, you for hey. joining. Um, Come on in. Joey has another podcast. It's I do. Twice a week. It's a comedy sports podcast, which is called The Marty Bratsky Show. Yeah, so I'm going to be starting a new one. Um, in addition to the Marty Bratsky? I don't know yet. Wow. Still working through it. Sorry, Marty. It's okay, Joe. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's one of them. Um, buy a house this summer. Yes, I cannot wait. And I know that's one of yours as well. Mm-hmm. But a goal is to, that's like our goal. That's our goal, to buy a house in Los Angeles. Is to buy a house in Los this Angeles summer. this summer. Yeah. And then another goal that's like another kind of, uh, what would you call it, like an introspective goal? Mm-hmm. Would that be the right verbiage? I think. I don't know. Um, is to not be so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. And and, uh, and it sort of came up in our conversation with Elizabeth when it she did. came in. And she, she said something great. She said you have to be kind to your inner child. And and I thought that was so that was so great and inspiring. Because I'm somebody who is very hard on myself. If I, you know, make a mistake or something, I am, I like... You say sorry a lot. I say sorry. And, and like, for example, if you don't know already, we that podcast with Elizabeth was take number two mm-hmm. because I screwed up the first one. 
the audio of it. I wouldn't even say that you screwed up the first one. It was just like, it was nobody's fault. It was Elizabeth was talking far from the mic. We told her to go closer, but it's, you know, she doesn't do this as often as we do. So she strayed back and. and It was my bad, but I should have, I knew the whole time. Like, I don't know if this is going to work and I didn't say anything. Yeah, you didn't say anything, but it's uh, it's fine. So anyway, but <laughs> but I'm just using that as an example of like when that happened and I realized that the whole episode was ruined, I was so upset that day. I mean, I was really beating myself up about yeah, it. Yeah, you were. I felt so bad. Um, and it's just like a lot of things. Like if I reflect back on my life at times when I was younger and th- just like little mistakes that you make throughout your life, like when I think about them now... I make them bigger than they were mm-hmm. and I, and I build them up and to a point where I start thinking like, wh- why did I do that? Where's the balloon? Right. So exactly. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I just, it goes back to something that you always say too, is like, I never lose. I only, I only learn. I was about to say that. And that's like a great thing to substitute whenever I have these thoughts of like, you know, I think back to something's like, oh, I cannot believe I did that. I can't believe I said that, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Instead, it's like, no, I learned from it. Exactly. And, I love that we both quoted each other. What? You said that as the balloon one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have to remind each other. Exactly. So that's another goal I have for this year. I love that goal. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, also, the whole sorry thing I just want to bring up, because I, I said that to my family too, and the, and the women in my family, I feel like, I mean, not only men, but I feel like especially women, we always... Not always, but it's a trend that they feel like they can't take up that much space. Like my mom sometimes will overly say sorry or my sister or even myself. Like (laughs) I've even said sorry to like an object. Like remember when like, (laughs) like I hit something and then I said, sorry. And you're like, what are you saying? Sorry to the fridge. Like sorry to the fridge. (laughs) It's so weird. Like, I don't know, but I've trained myself. I feel like in the past like year or two to instead of saying sorry, say thank you thank you. Like, you know, you're late to something and you just say like, thank you for waiting for me. So you don't like put yourself down that much where you, you start like going into like a guilt spiral or anything. You just like, well, I think there's a balance though. Like if it, there, there has to be a balance. There's there's gotta be. So, so don't just throw out sorry from your vocabulary. Yeah, of course. Um, what are your goals for 2020? So my goals for 2020, um, I have them listed one through 10. Number one is taking, oh, I thought this was one of your goals too. What? Um, number one is taking a workshop every year. Okay. So that, well, that is part of my growing my toolbox part. Oh, okay. That's like one of my steps to get there is to, to take workshops and classes more. Okay. And even though, even like, even if I, I mean, we both have degrees, it doesn't mean you stop taking classes and Definitely. stop trying to grow. Yeah. Um, exactly. So even that's something that I've learned actually getting my fine arts degree is that, you know, I went to school and had a concentration in illustration, but I still took advanced, uh, hand building, like clay and hand building. I still took, um, painting class. I still took, what was the other one? Uh, the sculpture class. So yeah. I, Oh, and woodworking. That was so fun. So something that I learned is that to become a better whatever it is that you want to be, you have to take different classes and learn about different mediums and different ways of creating art that will just, it's all working your brain in a way that you will get better at whatever it is that you choose to do. And you'll incorporate little things that you've learned. So I've been out of college now for seven years 
seven lucky number. Yeah. So seven years and that's a long time. And I, I was just thinking, I'm actually teaching a workshop, uh, this year. I'm teaching two workshops this mm-hmm. upcoming year. And I was just thinking that I would love to take workshops also. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is how it all started. So I will be taking a workshop every year, which is my goal. I actually just started this goal because mm-hmm. I paid for my workshop. It's in April. It's in New York. I'm really excited. It's a hyper-realism painting class. Mm. So I know even though I'm not really attracted to hyper-realism work, because to me it just reminds me too much of a photograph, I still know that I'm going to learn some techniques that I can put into my illustrations and my own paintings, even though mine are going to be different, but there's techniques that I know that are going to be great to add to my toolbox. Yeah, exactly. I'm Um, I'm just going to echo this. I, I have the same goal. That's exactly it. And even though I have a BFA in acting, you know, and I got training in classical theater, um, you know, when I moved to LA, I took classes at the Groundlings and, you mm-hmm. know, took classes at in improv and comedy. And so a goal this year is to take more classes to build new characters and, and do scenes and monologues of characters that I wouldn't have done, you know, in the past. Yeah. And it's also good to, to just work your brain. It's just totally. like, it's like, it's like massaging a certain area of your brain. Yeah. It's like, it's like going to the gym to work out, yeah. uh, you know, a, diff- a new muscle. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all we're doing. I'm gonna keep talking actually about this topic. Yeah, I think it was a little bit inspired by um, also my younger sister. So she has always struggled on trying to figure out what to do for a living and like what her passion is. And mm-hmm. she she it's not like you know since I was a child I had I had this when it came to art and I knew what I wanted to do. For her, I mean, it was clear for everybody else that mm-hmm. she was great with children. She just didn't know what she wanted to do. And this year, she finally figured it out. And it's just been so amazing and inspiring to see that she's been nannying for a very long time. Yeah. And she realized that, that she that's what she loves doing. But to be the best nanny she can be mm-hmm. is to just learn everything she can about it. Mm-hmm. So she took, uh, she's been taking so many like classes and workshops and now she's certified in so many different things. Um, she's now certified as a newborn care specialist. Mm-hmm. She took the test and she just got like super high score on it. And now she's going to be certified as a, um, lactation consultant for new moms. Um, so and she did all this in such a short period of time. I yeah, feel like just, so, so it was awesome. it was literally, literally like two and a half months ago that we talked on the phone that she had these goals. And now that she's actually put them into effect, yeah, it's just been snowballing. So, so, awesome. so yeah, so I had that conversation with her and I was like, you know what? The more that you can learn, the, the more that you can give back to the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important to to you know take workshops and classes because 100%. you're just building up your toolbox love it what's right. next that's my rant on that um number two is buy a house a summer which yep. we talked about yep number three is possibly have a little oh um, baby yeah have a little joy or amanda next year whether have, it's have a baby or begin that process yep <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like, 
we we have been saying out loud that by Thanksgiving I'm gonna be pregnant and I'm gonna like we have like a goal date. That's true. That yeah, we've been yeah. saying we're like okay, and Thanksgiving I'll be pregnant, be pregnant and I'll so we'll go, go back, to like we'll go to our families yep. together. Yep. So we will see. We're saying it right now. So yeah, we and we said that around November and October. Yeah, we started that. We started so that we're then. saying this out loud that by like next November, that I'll be, be pregnant. pregnant. We will see. I yeah. can't wait to listen to this podcast. Maybe we'll like clip it and like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's see. That was number three, the what pregnancy. What's next? Number four is publish at least two books. Love it. So I have probably around three written out already. Mm-hmm. And well, one's almost in the works. So yeah, my goal is two published books by I me. Love it. Illustrated by me, written by me. Love uh, it. Number four. Oh, I skipped. That was number four. Oh, uh, well. Uh, number five yeah. will be continue the drawing collection almost every day, repeating at every hundred. So I want to continue it for the rest of this year. And so it's really a 365 day challenge. Yeah. Well, I'm already at 500. So it's really a 865 day challenge. Wow, that's really fast math. <laughs> 800 plus, is it right? Yeah, it took one second for you to think about that. That is impressive for me. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. We are not math people, folks. No. Uh, my number six goal is to continue my painting collection. And like I said earlier, I've been saying like, I need to paint more. I need to paint more. But the reason I haven't is mm-hmm. because I don't have the goal where I have to do it at paint at least for 30 minutes once a week. Mm-hmm. So that is my goal. And I know that if I do that, then more of my paintings will be completed earlier. Right. Okay. So my next goal is to read 12 books this year. Nice. One per month. Nice. But it's not reading. I'm going to do audibles. Okay. Um, because that's the only way I can do it. And so I can draw yeah. and I can paint. Yeah. And I can honestly probably read like every three days a different book. But I'm just going to make it realistic and do 12 books a year, one every month. Okay. You're inspiring me. I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to make an official goal yet, but I'm going to put it in my... A little on deck circle. In the back burner. I'm gonna of put the it stove? in the back burner <laughs> for now. I want to do twelve books this year too, one a month. But I want to actually read the book. Oh. You don't think I can do it? <laughs> the thing is, is you're so good at listening and working, which blows my mind. Yeah. Joey can write. A really like nicely written whatever it is he's working on. But it needs to be while, music. It has to be oh, music. I was about to say while you listen to music with words. It, yeah, music with it words. It blows my mind. Yeah, it helps me write. I can't write something great unless I'm listening to music. I I can't not do that unless it's classical. I wrote our vows to music playing. My I had. Gosh, to. I did not. I was no music. Oh man, I needed it. But yeah, I think that um, I'll think about it more. <laughs> but that's a great it's just come on you I can, can do roma- it i can romantic but i don't know if i really want oh you don't that. you don't know but I, it's a romantic idea okay to read a book a month mm-hmm. but months just fly by yeah but you can read a book in three days if it's audiobook literally or two days yeah but i want to actually read i see because you know it's reading is a very important uh skill to maintain mm-hmm I feel like I'm reading every single day people's comments and messages and writing back. So I'm like, con- I'm yeah, like but reading. Are they the right 
grammatical <laughs> sentences. Grammatical, schematical. No, With that's why you're probably vocabulary that's and probably spelling. Probably why you're better at grammar than I am. <laughs> you pause. You're like, yeah, but I haven't read a book in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm thinking. Okay, I, I'm thinking about it. Okay, not an official goal yet. Okay. but what's your next one? All right, so mine is it is mine's the audio books. Okay, I love it. Number nine, or Number the next nine. one is teach a workshop in Europe. Cool. Which it's already in the works, but um, it's already going to happen. We just what if have you to made it? What if you like made it a specific thing about it? Like your goal was for that workshop to be something magical or something like that. Is that well? They're all magical. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, like, what if you made it like a like this workshop is going to be different from all the other ones because I don't know. Maybe yeah, that sounds fun. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. Teach a workshop in Europe that I don't know, I have to think because that's it. just like something that you're already doing. So right. I was thinking, how could we make it like deeper? Hmm. I have to think about that. Okay. I'll get back. Cool, 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 and cool, then cool, cool. my last two. Okay. One would be to cook more. I want to cook more, and well, I want to cook healthy food. Like have more like ve- like raw vegetables let every me, day. Let me just say that I know that that will change once we move. That's true. We'll have a bigger kitchen. I know speak. that a lot of you not wanting to cook and us not wanting to cook has to do with our kitchen. Yeah. Tight quarters. Tight quarters. But can't complain. No, no, no. Because before this, I was about to say before this one, let me just say, before this kitchen, actually, well, before, before, before this, I had another kitchen the same size. But before that one, the first kitchen that I ever had, Mm -hmm. didn't have an oven. I didn't have a dishwasher. I actually didn't even have a counter. It was pretty much in a closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the fridge was a baby fridge. Um, so there's that. And then my last one is my walking challenge. So I started this walking challenge where I walk a day. I walk every, every single day for 100 days. Mm-hmm. And I've already started it twice. And I keep finding myself losing it at like number 14 or something like that, mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense. I read somewhere that people start losing their goals around January 14th or 17th or something like that. So interesting, um, yeah. yeah, there's like science behind it. Yeah. But my goal is to complete that 100 day walking challenge. And just because I didn't complete the first or second time doesn't mean I'm going to keep you know, I'm going to give up. So yeah, I'm gonna I'll do try a better again. job too, keeping you, holding you accountable to that. Thanks. I mean, I, I kind Still, of already tried to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you should go, you should. <laughs> and then I'll just say, no, I'm comfortable. And you're like, yeah. okay. And you're like, okay. okay. <laughs> you have fantastic goals for this upcoming year. Thanks. I'm really excited for you and for us. I'm going to be holding you accountable for your goals. Thank You're going to you. be holding me accountable for mine. Yes. And you all are going to hold us both accountable for yes. all of these. You're all part of this now. We've yeah. said them out now loud to you. Now we've reeled you in. It's your responsibility. So now you can add this to your goal. Reach yeah. out to Joey and Amanda. Make sure they're... No, do <laughs> I'm it. Just, I'm just kidding. Do it. I'm really excited for, for this year of goals. I feel really good that I've talked them out loud. This was like me a too. big thing for me. I've never... Nice. First of all, I've never told anybody my goals, let alone tell them, say I'm into a microphone that's going to go out into the world. Uh, world is so, hey, I'm, that's a checkpoint right there. That is. Dopamine release, yes, that felt freaking great. <laughs> 
freaking. <laughs> I try and keep this PG. I love it. I love it when you say freaking. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you have a fantastic year. Happy New Year's, everybody. I hope you guys have a great year filled with health and love and art and great food yeah. and travels, nice. even if it's around the block daily yep. to keep your walking a day Love going. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited. I feel like this is going to be a great year. I'm in my 30s now. I've been looking forward to 30s. I feel like this is going to be the best decade. 30 flirty and thriving. Yes. Yeah. This was a great... 2019 was an unbelievable year. 2020 is going to be even better. I'm very excited for it. I am very excited too. Thank you, everybody. We're so grateful for all of you. And uh, we're coming up on a year anniversary Yeah. for the podcast. Thank you for motivating us throughout the year. Thank you for all the kind messages. I say this all the time, but I don't think you can overdo thank yous. You just cannot. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> we you. Really, we really appreciate it. Whenever we see a message come in, we get really excited. Yeah. We, so... Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for making our days brighter. I hope that this podcast has made your day brighter. And I hope that this new year is the best one yet. Yes. And with that, have a great morning. Have a great day and have a great, great night. night. Goodbye. Bye.